The following podcast is a production of the LAG Radio Network. You know about Lavender Town. You know that the town's sorrowful music can tear out of the game, enter you through your ears, consume your head, and leave you screaming for the end. To stop the pain, stop the wailing of the dead that never end, screaming until you find a way to silence it. I'm going to tell you a story. If you wish to aid yourself in setting the stage, go ahead and open a new tab and bring up that music. Indulge yourself in its 8-bit horror. Just don't go away. Don't leave. Because I found the truly terrifying secret of the ghost town. Any innocent Pokemon fan playing through red or blue, or if they live in Japan, green, could have figured it out. But they... They didn't live to bring the haunted truth to justice. I know I might be next, but I have to do this. For the good of all of you. To save lives, even. As I said, any innocent Pokemon fan, whether they're young or a veteran, setting out on their first journey or revisiting the franchise's roots, any one of them could have done it. We'll never know if they did, though. Will we? Let's begin. Said innocent fan has just made it through the rock tunnel, their team beaten and battered, anxious for rest. They crawl to Lavender Town, and before they can shudder at the sounds that echo through the Barren Valley town, they drag themselves to the friendly, familiar Pokemon Center. Its own cheery music offers a sanction to the same, temporarily. When they inevitably leave, they offer their ears, and therefore lives, to the spirits of Lavender. And there it stands, nestled away in plain sight, it grins knowing that soon its hungry, growling voices will be fed, fed by the tender souls of the pure. And its watchful eyes observe, and the starving gray faces swoop almost too close as the victim is unknowingly warned by a young child. That white hand on your shoulder, I'm just imagining it. But no, 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 you mustn't leave, it beckons. The boy, blissfully ignorant, leaves the quiet town and the anxious specters sink back into their solitude and depression. But they know, inevitably, irrevocably, that their prey shall return. And they smile, full of malicious, sadistic hunger. And soon they can feel the return of the trainer's innocent presence. Yes, yes, the boy moves closer, closer, closer. Upon the maw of the secret, the wailing chorus of the town's song rising in crescendo as the unknowing Pokemon fan steps inside. And they begin their song, shrieking like brutal death of a banshee, a lost soul waiting for its pitiful death. It gets louder and louder and never stops its song. It continues until the screeching worms its way inside of you and hooks painfully into your brain and begins leeching off your life. The high-pitched chorus gives a wicked grin. Their prey has no escape now. The clueless child, or even seasoned Pokemon fan, still doesn't know, doesn't understand. I'm starting to get weak. 
I'm halfway through this stupid place, and for some reason I'm not getting attacked by any wild Pokemon. I swear my character is walking progressively slower. The music is starting to get louder. It's beginning to give me a headache, but it makes me so twisted and vicious, and for some reason I don't mind. A huge shiver racks my spine and I shake from it. I'm starting to feel chilly. My shadow? It's getting longer. The ghosts? The haunted inhabitants of this horrible place begin their drain. If they're lucky, their victim will be gone before they understand. Sometimes they do understand. Sometimes it all clicks. But they've already gone too far. But they're already too far gone and their last anguished thoughts give the spirits a hearty meal. Never has one finally uncovered the secret before they were truly doomed. My side hurts. It's getting hard to breathe. It looks like my character is moving at the normal pace again, and that I'm the one that's slowed down. I feel a cold draft and shudder again. I sense a dark grin staring at me. The music keeps playing. Even as I battle these poor challengers, it's all I can hear. By now, I knew something was wrong, but I felt a nagging in my brain that told me to ignore it. Since that was the easier solution, I continued on. The ghost's wicked laughter makes up the chorus, the singing of the dying banshee, the screams, the screams of the dead Pokemon, their wrath, their vengeance, their misery poured out into one awful serenade with one message to join them in death. I reached the final floor. Still, no wild Pokemon. Thinking back, somehow, I'm shocked I never saw it before. Those who had died, they were all in Lavender Town. They were trying to leave, trying to get out, out of the real culprit's grasp, but they never made it. I stood on the final floor of the Pokemon Tower, alone in my room and in the dark. It's sometime past midnight. My head is pulsing with pain, and I'm shaking from the cold. I wanted to go take some pills for the headache, but that would mean leaving my tiny, safe sanctuary. I pulled my soft blanket closer and tighter around me, trying to get warm. I'm quivering almost too bad to press the buttons on my Game Boy SP. It's still getting louder. Not break your eardrums loud. Loud in the sense that I heard no. I felt the music coming from everywhere. There were low, deep whispers coming from it, and I went pale in fear. I make my way through the simple maze of the floor, and before I reach the staircase, it's too much. I'm so dizzy, and I didn't notice it until now. I'm not just shaking from the cold, I'm shaking from the pain this place is putting me in. I'm mired in the pure depression of its song. The screaming, wailing melody, it won't stop, and I don't think I'll try and make it because I'm too weak. Why? Why am I so weak? The hungry, evil spirits laugh, cackle and crow too loud, taunting, teasing, belittling. They are the loyal servants of the tower, stealing always, stripping their victims of sanity to feed their entity. The soul of the Pokemon Tower. It was the Pokemon Tower, and I know. My game suddenly freezes. I can't move anywhere, but the tower's music continues perfectly. From everywhere around me, I curl into a ball, shaking and crying. 
pleading for the end, begging for the insanity to stop. The whispers grow to rumbling, and I can almost make out the words. I can't think right. Everything is getting foggy and murky. And I screw my eyes shut, and there they are. There they are, they're killing me, and everything becomes a cold black. The sound rising until it's the only thing I comprehend. It wasn't Lavender Town. A very disorienting tone to it, especially when you have it going through speakers, um, really cranked up. This was the original sound that they put in the Japanese games, and it's linked to something called Lavender Town Syndrome. What you heard was just through the perspective of one person. However, uh, according to the Creepypasta wiki, Lavender Town Syndrome, or Lavender Town Suicides, was a peak in suicides and illness of children between the ages of 7 and 12, shortly after the release of Pokemon Red and Green in Japan back in February of 1996. Rumors say that these suicides and illnesses only occurred after the children playing the game reached Lavender Town, whose theme music had extremely high frequencies that studies showed only children and young teens can hear, since their ears are more sensitive. Uh, due to the lavender tone, at least 200 children supposedly committed suicide, and many more developed illnesses and afflictions. The children who committed suicide usually did so by hanging or jumping from heights. Holy shit. Those who did not act irrationally complained of severe headaches after listening to Lavender Town's theme. Which happened to me as well. I definitely experienced the disorientation. Um, not not so much on, on the headache. I mean, like, it, it does make you feel really weird in your head, especially when you have it going yeah. for... Well, the thing was, when I time. listened to it, it was in this very room, and I had it cranked in these giant speakers. So those, like, high-pitched frequencies are just blasting into my ears, and at one point, I mean, yeah, my head definitely started to hurt. I'm Chili Cheese J, by the way. How you doing? Yeah, forgot to mention. <laughs> yeah, Creepy Pete here, joined by Chili Cheese J, and we are not in our usual setup today. Um... And this was the this was my introduction to creepypastas. Actually, was Lavender Town. Really, this is like what it you was heard? something that popped up on my YouTube uh, feed when I was watching video game videos, and all of a sudden I saw Lavender Town Syndrome, and I watched, it and I was like, "Well, what the hell is this?" And then the word creepypasta was in there, and then that's what led me to Suicide Mouse. Not too far after that, so. And then you were hooked ever since. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. I mean. <laughs> More so now, since we're actually covering creepypastas, and now that Petscop has entered our lives. Oh, so. the glorious Petscop. But now, you were talking earlier about how you were listening to this, like, on a walk. Like, no, no, no. What happened earphones? was I was listening... No, I was listening to it in here, and just in the background while I was doing other things. So, and it was probably for, like, 15, 20 minutes it was playing. And then I went for a walk out there, and I definitely was... There was some disorientation, and equilibrium was a little weird. But again, it was, like, blasting. I had it cranked up, so... If I'd been listening at a lower volume, I doubt anything would have affected me. But I think it was because those high frequencies were just so loud in my ears that... It's got a punch to it. Yeah, I that, mean, we were listening to it just as a little refresher before we started this, and I didn't have it very cranked up at all. 
and like listening to it, it's, it's kind of a catchy little tune. I don't know, I dig. Yeah, I like I like it. That's probably why I had it cranked up because it's got that spooky vibe to it. But it has those just really high frequencies that just hit randomly, and yeah, it's weird. Did you play this game? No. On your, no I've never I played a Pokemon either. game, to be honest with you. Never? I tried. I tried Emerald, I think. And I'm such an RPG guy that I'm a Final Fantasy guy. I've been playing Final Fantasy since I was five years old. So I'm just not. I wasn't in the age group, I think, of, of getting into Pokemon. I got into it super heavy when I was a kid. Um, I never really went through. I felt every game was the same. Because they kind of essentially are. You, they you would, go through, re, they would release two at a time. Blue yeah. and red. Well, I think wasn't there gold on its own or something? Yeah, I think gold might have. It was either gold or yellow that was on its own. I mm, had like sapphire, uh, yellow. I think those are the only two I played. I had Coliseum, but that doesn't count. That was on the GameCube. But I, I don't know. I played them a lot when I was a kid, but I never really got into. Uh, I, I never followed through each and every one, so I, yeah. I've never played through Lavender Town. The only time I was exposed to it was in my younger years when I was going through creepy pastas. Um, I had seen the Lavender Town syndrome, and I did some reading on it and thought it was really interesting. And that actually led me to Ben Drown, and that's how I discovered that one. Okay. Um, this so is an older creepy pasta, isn't it? I'm sorry. Is what? this an older creepy pasta then? Because yeah. for me, it was at least five years ago when I'd found it. Oh, let's see. Five years ago, I would have been... I started getting into creepypastas when I was like 14 or 15, so... Oh, let me see if I can find the date. Um, when that While you do that, we can, I can give a little background to the actual in-game Lavender Town for the people listening to this who like, are like me and haven't played Pokemon and don't know what Lavender Town actually is. It's uh, a stylized uh, haunted location in the first... Pokemon games, green in Japan. What was it? Green and blue or something in Japan, and red and blue in America. Mm -hmm. The background music of Lavender Town is renowned for adding to the town's eerie atmosphere and gave rise to the Lavender Town syndrome, creepypasta, blah blah blah. You're, that's what this is about. Lavender Town is a very small village that can be visited in Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, Gold, Silver, Crystal, and the remakes thereof. It is home to the Pokemon Tower, a Japanese-style graveyard filled with hundreds of tombstones for diseased, deceased Pokemon. Hence, the village is suggested to be a haunted location, and the player character can come across a ghost-type Pokemon here. The Pokemon Tower was replaced by the Kanto Radio Tower in Pokemon Silver and Gold. Lavender Town is also home to the Name Raider, which also allows players to change the nickname of their Pokemon and a care home for abandoned Pokemon. The Pokemon Tower makes an appearance in the first season. Okay, that's the anime series. We don't care. The background music of Lavender Town has garnered much interest due to some listeners finding it unsettling. Listed as the second most scary video tra game track of 2012, Brittany Vincent of Bloody Disgusting stated that Lavender Town's deceptively calm tune ranks highly on most gamers' lists of terrifying childhood memories. Lavender Town, <clears throat> Lavender Town's music, composed by Junichi Masuda, combines sharp chip-tuned sounds with a cavalcade of jarring chords to create an eerie atmosphere. Jay Hathaway of Gawker, good riddance, Gawker trash, 
fuck gawker <laughs> sorry <laughs> stated that leaving the music on a loop may cause a vague sense of dread yet yeah, i didn't know shit and then it goes in, uh, according to a creepypasta story that was uploaded anonymously on Pastebin in 2010, the music of Lavender Town compelled the suicide of over 100 Japanese children in the spring of 1996. Others allegedly suffered nosebleeds, headaches, or became irrationally angry. Yeah, as you were going through that, I, I didn't realize, and you probably didn't realize that the date was in there too. Yeah. <laughs> it's extremely hard to track down when this started circulating. I actually found four different versions of um the account or the tale so there there's multiple people who have submitted creepy pastas based on their quote-unquote experience um i only read one today uh for the narrative which, which was a very descriptive one too it's extremely descriptive and it, it has so many good spots in the script to like utilize the the high-pitched tones in yeah. there as well um but i i wasn't aware I thought I had found the original version, and apparently I haven't. Um, well, it says here on the wiki that the people have, like, the, the story has, like, taken on a life of its own. Like, people have added more to it over the years. And, of course, 4chan got their hands on it. And, oh, of uh, course they did. So. <laughs> of course they did. Ironically, a lot of creepypastas come out of 4chan. Um, but every time I go on 4chan, I'm always disappointed because all I, all I can find is just anime titties and here's <laughs> nice and here's a this is like a, i guess this fan theory is kind of based on the the tower the pokemon tower in lavender town uh, the fans of the series have noted that blues radicate I, I imagine that's a pokemon yeah yeah uh, a pokemon he uses for every battle up to that point does not appear in this fight or subsequent confrontations this leads fans to speculate that Blue's, Blue's Pokemon had died in a previous battle and that Blue came to the Pokemon Tower to bury and mourn his Raticate. Wow, that's really depressing. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, the whole creepypasta is fucked up. <laughs> just Lavender Town in and of, of itself has this vibe around it that's that's weird. I mean, just look at the picture of it. It's that... I know it's on a, you know the original Game Boy, so it's not going to have color to it, but this one does have color and it's just like this ghostly purple and it's really like subdued yeah there's like doesn't look like there's anything going on i see two character sprites i think a couple signs but other than that yeah it just looks like a ghost town and for, like, for a game like it. pokemon it's just that's kind of a you know but I mean, it's a Japanese thing at the same time. So yeah, the way I see it, like every game has their, especially back in that day, every game has their like their water temple, their fireplace, their ghost place. Like I look at everything as like a Legend of Zelda. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Legend of Zelda guy. So I get why they would have at least some part of the game where you're going through a graveyard or going through like a quote unquote haunted area, um, because ghost Pokemon are. The, the tits, man. I like to play with ghost Pokemon. Um, I was always a psychic and ghost kind of guy. But th this is next level. Yeah, this has like not only its own lore, it seems to it. Because, I mean, Town obviously appears in other Pokemon games, but to create such a popular creepypasta based on just a song. Yeah. In a Pokemon game, I mean, is, you know. An 8-bit chirp that just goes through. Yeah. And it's the game Fuck itself. It's catchy. not like, you know, the, the this big Zelda creepypasta has been drowned. That's like an entirely fabricated thing. Yeah, Whereas with really Lavender happened. Town, you have that song that obviously can make you feel 
a bit weird, if not depressed, then, I mean, headaches and stuff. I mean, and obviously, I think the whole thing with nosebleeds and all that thing, it's horse shit, but... Yeah, the, the, yeah as far as, like, the physical stuff, I, I don't know if I really believe it. I can see how it could affect someone who's, who's, like, especially, yeah, uh, yeah like a, a younger person that has sensitive hearing. And especially if you're wearing headphones. Yeah. Like, I mean, you had said that you were in here and you cranked it up really loud. Yeah, there's no way I would listen to it with headphones. Yeah, I feel like headphones, there's probably, oh, uh, I mean, you would have heard the Especially earbuds. Oh. Yeah, oh, you just directly. Because earbuds head. sound like shit anyway, so, like, those, like, bing, bong, 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 bong. Like, those are just going to just sound sharp as hell inside of your ear, right up, right up against your eardrum. Let's put that right there. And you wouldn't even be expecting it. You just no. walk into this town, because Pokemon music's usually pretty happy. It's pretty simple. It's not very complex. This has, like, a couple different layers. Like, for an 8-bit soundtrack, it's... yeah. It's wild. It's I yeah, it's it. pretty up there. Japanese and Pokemon have some some bad history though. Um, there's another instance of this happening. It was on the animated series. Oh, which, with the uh, the seizures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With this uh, seven seven hundred children. Because that made that actually made national news, didn't it? I believe so. Um, I was two years old at the time, so I couldn't no. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there being a news story about people going into seizures because of uh, anime. It was December 16, 1997. Um, it was basically from a series. The episode was called Electric Soldier Porygon. Basically, uh, so there's Japanese. some. Yeah, I know it's such a mouthful of a title. Oh, man. Um, the the problem was is that Pikachu had some electric attack or something along those lines, and the screen fra- flashed red and blue rapidly, and that did not go over well. Um, looks like 375 girls and 310 boys were put in ambulances suffering some kind of medical problem after watching the episode. Um, they don't really talk about like the degree like if they were like small seizures big seizures i'm assuming it was so heavily varied that they didn't even specify it but that, that's a big problem i mean that's the kind of shit that happened and now we get those warnings in the beginning of video games every time you turn on it says be aware of flashing lights Could yeah cause that, seizures that would have been around the time that that happened yeah and it's it definitely is a concern it definitely happens um, I thank God I'm not epileptic because that'd be hard. We wouldn't be able to play Doki Doki Literature Club. <laughs> no. I mean, or the music any. in that, some of the disturbing music in that is... Oh! They just released it on vinyl, too. The soundtrack's on vinyl now. The For DDLC? Doki Doki, yep. No shit. We'll have to look it up. It's a really cool vinyl. Oh, that's the, cool. The cover is awesome. The cover is just the classroom, and then there's a desk with a laptop, and you can change out the pictures on the laptop of the four girls. Oh, that's super so, cool. Definitely, yeah. yeah. For anybody it's listening, like, go go check that out. And if you haven't played Doki Doki Literature Club... It's Halloween time. Oh, play Doki Doki. Yeah, Spooktober. What better way to celebrate Spooktober than to play with your favorite waifu? <laughs> or the hero that I have on my chest right now. That sounded weird. The, the hero. <laughs> Bonica's the hero. I How? just happen to have my Monica shirt on because she she tries to lead you from Yuri. No. Yes, we've already <laughs> been through this. Okay, go back and listen to the Doki Doki Literature Club episode where we already hashed all that out. Of Monica's the hero. Yuri is filled with nothing but good judgment and sweet, succulent fat cells. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but but on that note, since we've been going for longer than the length of the creepy pasta at this point, 
Uh, I'm trying not to make it super yeah, long. There's not a whole lot to say about it because I mean, really it is not. what it is. Yeah, but it's, it's a cool it's a cool story about a, a a you know a game that you wouldn't think this kind of creepy pasta would stem from. When you think Pokemon, you're like, gotta catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, uh, you know, suicides and <laughs> I'm gonna, nosebleeds. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the Pokemon music, like, right underneath that segment only. <laughs> it's going to be the perfect ending. That's like, that is my knowledge of Pokemon, is gotta catch them all, Pokemon. Yeah, I was, I was really into Pokemon, but, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of experience with it. I'd play the games here and there, and I'd have a ton of fun as a kid, but I didn't like repetitive tasks. So when I beat through Sapphire, and they released all the ones after that, which there's probably like 30 more past that, I was like, man, I, I don't want to just keep fighting these gym battles yeah. and doing this over again. They need to create a giant RPG that's like legit cool and in-depth, which maybe they're going to do that on the Switch because, I mean, that's the console now. It's the handheld and the console, so. Have you seen any of the newer ones? I've seen the last one I saw anything about was X and Y on the Nintendo DS. I, or was that 3DS? Uh, that one I couldn't tell you. I feel like the direction they're going is really good. They I did like white the and black, new, too, I think. The new system they have or the new engine they're running with it. I think it looks really good. Um, but, yeah, I would love to see a Pokemon like RPG. I'm sure they exist, but I'd like to see a. a well, they, big they, uh, Pokemon part. is considered an RPG, but it's just it's not Final Fantasy. You, or, yeah, you're it's not. It's got its own, but you're still leveling up and yeah, I mean, collecting it, it plays items, and, and you have your party top and, down view of like you know like Final Fantasy and all that. So it's just you know, again, I you know when Pokemon ninety seven, I was. I was two. I was going on 16 <laughs> years old in a rock band and partying. I was shitting my so. pants. <laughs> <laughs> so Pokemon wasn't exactly on my priority list in uh, in high school. So That's understandable. But I was still playing games, but, you know. It just wasn't your cup of tea. Final Fantasy VIII was out by then, and what am I going to play, Pokemon or Final Fantasy VIII? Even though I hate Final Fantasy. Well, I shouldn't say hate, but... I would still lean towards Pokemon, but that's just... I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I grew up. Guy. You grew up with Pokemon. Yeah. I grew up with Final Fantasy. So makes sense. But yeah, that's uh, that's Lavender Town. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Also, a quick little shameless plug in um, because I'm really bad at putting this in here. Yeah, but I know. Do all have of a, us are. Yeah, we do have a Patreon. Um, if you are ever entertained by anything that any of our hosts are doing. Um, it's only like a dollar a month. It's all um, it takes, one dollar a month. Yeah, and that just covers our SoundCloud to keep our account up. Um, it also covers like any kind of Facebook advertising or um, just small stuff like that, just to get our name out there. And you can find that. I always forget. Is it just the Laymass Gamers Network or is it the LAG Radio? It's either network? it's either LAG Network or LAG. Okay. Patreon.com slash the LAG network or it's the radio or WW. God damn it. If you just go just, on to Patreon and type in, we don't even know our own. <laughs> the LAG network. <laughs> it's probably just the LAG network. Yeah. If you just go into Patreon and type in LAG radio network, I guarantee you will come up and you'll see our logos and everything throughout. We'll put a link in the description of this podcast. Yeah. That's we need to start doing that for every even. podcast. Yeah, why don't we? I never thought of I don't know. We're terrible business. We are. We, we do not promote ourselves worth the shit, but we got listeners. So, hey, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. You guys rock for all you guys that listen. Um, so, hope you enjoyed it. But, yeah, I'm uh, Creepy Pete and joined by Chili Cheese Jay. Catch them all, bitches. Great having you. <laughs>
Sanna. 